This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, a work of the Ulaga Church of Christ. Hello, and welcome to the podcast, Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Matthew chapter 4 and verse 4 says, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. The topic for discussion today in episode 8 is going to be from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 7. If your mind is not set on the things above, then your life is not hidden with Christ in God. Colossians chapter 3 verses 1 through 7 reads, If then you are raised with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ is setting at the right hand of God. Set your mind on the things above, not on the things of the earth. For you died, and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ who is our life appears, then you will also appear with him in glory. Therefore put to death your members, which are on the earth, fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience, in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. If we're going to set our mind on the things above, and not on the things of the earth, then we have to put to death in us the things of the earth, like fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, covetousness, which is idolatry. For if those things live in us, then we haven't put ourselves to death. We haven't set our mind on the things above. We have not hidden our life with Christ. In this life today, these things are ever before us. We see them on TV. We see them when we go to the grocery store, when we pick up our kids from school. They're around us all the time, and we have to die to them. We cannot be living in these things. If your mind is not set on the things above, then you're going to be focusing on these worldly things. And the Bible says to love not the world nor the things that are in the world. For all that is of the world, lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. All these things that are talked about here in Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 7, are of the world. Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, and covetousness. These are all things that the world focuses on. But us as Christians, we cannot. We have to put them to death so that we can hide ourselves in Christ. In Matthew chapter 6, Verses 19 through 21, Jesus says this, Do not lay up for yourself treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourself treasures in heaven, where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. We need to remember that we need to lay our treasures up in heaven. We do not need to be laying our treasures down here on earth. We need to make sure that our mind is firmly implanted in thinking on the things which are above. Because where our heart is, there we will be also. And if we have laid our treasures up on this earth, then rust will destroy them. Thieves can break in and steal. They're not safe. They're not secure. But when we lay our treasures up in heaven... They are secure. No one can take them from us. No thief can break in and steal them, and no rust will ever touch them.
and it's done when we think on the things which are above and we hide our mind in Christ in God when we put to death our members Romans chapter 12 Paul said, present yourselves as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. When we stop thinking about us and we start thinking about God, when we've crucified ourselves with our passion and desires, Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24, this is what Paul had done in Galatians chapter 2 and verse 20, when he said, I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ liveth in me, and the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. You see, we lay our treasures up in heaven when we give ourselves to be crucified in the watery grave of baptism for the forgiveness of our sins. And we're no longer going to think on the things of the earth like fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desires, and covetousness. But we're going to think on the things which are above, and we're going to hide ourselves in Christ. They're not going to be able to see us. They're going to see Christ living in us. The young rich ruler had a problem. He did not want to hide himself in God. He came to, to Jesus in Mark chapter 10, verses 17 through 22, and he asked Jesus, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? Mark chapter 10 and verse 17b. And Jesus answered him in the next verse. He said, so Jesus said to him, why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is God. Verse 19, you know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus, looking up at him, loved him and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give it to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. And come, take up the cross and follow me. You see, Jesus was asking him to think on the things which are above, not on the things of the earth. He was asking him to lay up his treasures in heaven where thieves cannot break in and steal, and where rust cannot destroy them. But the young rich ruler's answer in verse 22 showed that he wasn't willing to do this. He wasn't willing to die and hide his life in God. He wasn't willing to present himself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. He wasn't willing to be crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yea, not I, but Christ lives in me. He did not want to let go of his passion and desires, as Paul would tell the church at Galatia in Galatians chapter 5 and verse 24. And so his answer was, but he said, but he was sad at this word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. He put his possessions above God in Mark chapter 10 and verse 22. And he was not willing to set his mind on the things which are above. He was still concerned with all these physical possessions and having wealth and money and power. And Jesus knew this. He knew his heart. And so when he told him to go and sell everything that he had and come and be crucified with him, he knew that the young rich ruler was going to go away sad. In Mark chapter 10 and verse 23 through 27, just after the young rich ruler, Jesus explained this. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, how hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, 
Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying amongst themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, With men it is impossible, but not with God. For with God all things are possible. There are several principles that are taught within this passage here. Jesus understood that it's hard for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. Now, it's not impossible for someone that has money to, to use it properly. So this is not what he's talking about. He's talking about an attitude here. Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. The young rich ruler trusted in his riches. He wasn't willing to trust in God, to look at the things above and to understand that God was going to take care of him if he simply did what God wanted him to do. Now, that doesn't mean life's going to be easy, but that God would provide for him. Even if he had to die for his faith, he would be provided for in heaven, but he wasn't willing to do that. And so Jesus explained it's easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to inherit the kingdom of God. If you don't have the proper attitude, if you're not willing to trust in God over your riches, then it's impossible for you to go to heaven. You cannot go to heaven with this attitude. Now, we understand that it had nothing to do with money because of what the apostles said next. And they were greatly astonished, saying amongst themselves, who then can be saved? You see, they even included themselves in this, in their understanding of it. And the disciples of Christ were not wealthy men. And so they understood that it wasn't the amount of money that he was talking about, but the heart condition of the person that was using the money, whether they trusted in God or not, or trusted in that physical money to save them. If you don't trust in God and set your mind on the things that are above, and if you are not willing to crucify yourself so that your life can be hidden in Christ, then it's impossible for you to go to heaven. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 16, Paul told the church at Philippi, now that, Not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward calling of Christ Jesus, of God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, let as many as are mature have this mind, and if any thing you think otherwise, God reveal even this to you. Nevertheless, to the degree that we have already attained, let us walk by the same rule. Let us be of the same mind. And so in everything in our lives, we have to press toward the upward calling. We have to continue setting our mind on the things which are above. And sometimes that means we have to forget the things that are behind. Paul had lived a life of corruption. He had lived a life of persecuting Christians. He even went as far as to murder a Christian by holding the coats of the people that stoned Stephen. But Paul said, you've got to forget about those things, and you've got to go from this point and start setting your mind on the things which are above, and forget those things that are behind and press forward toward the upward calling of Christ in God. And this means that we cannot neglect our salvation. In Hebrews chapter 2, 
verses 1 to 4 says, Therefore we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest we drift away. For if the word spoken through angels proved steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation, which at first began to be spoken by the Lord, and was confirmed to us by those who heard him? God also bearing witness, both with signs and wonders, with various miracles, and the gifts of the Holy Spirit, according to his own will. Let's never neglect our salvation. For how shall we escape if we do? Let's always set our mind on the things that are above and not on the things of the earth. If your mind is not set on the things above, then your life is not hidden with Christ in God. So as we go about our lives today, let us take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. So, as we go about our lives today, let's take this little bit of food and apply it to our lives, digest it into our lives, and mold our lives around the Word of God. This has been Spiritual Appetizers, small devotional tidbits to stimulate the spiritual appetite. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed this program. We encourage you to subscribe to our podcast on Pandora, Spotify, or Podbean. Thanks for listening.